Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we're going to be talking about all the events from Friday, September 4th, 2020, and we are going to get started with the Belgian royal family. This morning in Belgium, King Philippe held his weekly meeting with his assigned informer on the political negotiations for a government formation. This is a weekly event. Every week, I will tell you, Belgium still does not have a government formed. It's a terrible situation. Um, I think last week I said they needed to hold elections. This week, I I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um... It happens every week. The government is, you know, never going to seem to form. Eventually, there will probably be new elections. But at this point, those haven't been called yet. So who knows when that will actually happen. Um, But again, he held his meeting with the, um, I think it's the head of the Flemish left wing party or something like that, um, who is running... Um, who is part of the negotiations and is talking to King Philippe about them. Um, So that makes, you know, a full week of engagements for the Belgian royal family. So that is really cool. Um, You know, everyone is pretty much back to work, which is really exciting. Um, So with that, we are going to go ahead and move on to the British royals. first thing that happened with the British royal family is this morning a um, an opinion piece came out on the Guardian's website. The Guardian is a newspaper in the UK um, and it was written, this opinion piece was written by the Duchess of Cornwall on the effects that COVID has had on domestic violence. Um, so we have talked about this a few times in the past six months um, because a good amount of royals cover um, or are passionate about domestic violence, but um, Camilla is one of those. And so she wrote this letter about how there's been an increase um, in domestic violence and also um, the effects of being basically trapped with your abuser Um during these stressful already times. Um, So this is something we have heard from her about um, quite a bit in the last six months. Can you believe that, guys? We have been in this quarantine COVID lifestyle for six months. Um, I am super duper over it. Um, And... I just, I can't believe it. But, um, with that, so that was the opinion piece that Camilla wrote. It was very well crafted. Um, I will have it linked on the Daily Royals 
website um, on the British Royal Family Weekly Recap that will be out um, probably later today. So you will see that um, today if you go check out thedailyroyal.com under British Royal Family. Um, and then also today, a the Duke of Cambridge was part of a pre-recorded service of Thanksgiving uh, for first responders. So it was the 999 service, and I think that's like an equivalent of 911 um, for the American listeners. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so he was part of this pre-recorded service that was supposed to go live at like 2 p.m. UK time, and because of technical difficulties, I don't think it went up to like almost 5 p.m., um, but I was able to see William's pre-recorded part pretty early in the day, um, because it was all pre-recorded, like I said. So, you know, he talked about, it was only like a minute and a half long, and he talked about how, um, obviously we've seen how important first responders are and, um, medical professionals. And I will say, like, if you've been following along my journey this week, I, woke up Tuesday morning with COVID symptoms. Um, I was COVID tested. I was told I would not get my results for several days. I got them today. I am negative. Yay. So now I'm just sick, which I will take. Being sick is much better than stressing out about having a disease that no one really knows how to fix. Um, so that is my personal situation, but, um, I have, a profound amount of respect for the people that are doing these tests. Um, you know, drawing on some personal experience now, the person who conducted my COVID test was so nice and so helpful and like so aware of the panic that can set in if you're having COVID symptoms. Um, and so, yeah, I still think the American healthcare system is garbage, but like, I was pleasantly surprised that I got my results within 36 hours of taking my test, um, when I was told it was probably going to be seven days. Um, so yay for being negative, but also like huge props to these people who are handling COVID cases day in and day out. And also like the ones that aren't, but to, to make sure that they know they're appreciated. And I think that we have done that this time around, but, um, it was really great that William, you know, spoke about the importance of them during this time and how we've all kind of gotten this renewed respect for healthcare workers and first responders. Um, and so that was really, really fantastic. Um, and so with that, um, we are going to move on to the Dutch royal family because there was nothing in Denmark um, today. There have been a lot of events that were supposed to be happening right now in Denmark, but they've all been canceled because of um, they would require larger crowds. And those are obviously not happening right now. Um, so all of the events that were supposed to be happening this week in Denmark have been canceled. Um, so we'll see what the next... They have a pretty packed calendar next week, so we'll see if events get to stay or not. Um, but with that, we are going to go ahead and move on to the Dutch royal family. 
today, King Willem Alexander spent his day at an airport. Um, so he started his morning by visiting the brand new Polaris Air Traffic Control Center. Um, so he was there to open the facility, which includes a ton of new, like, high-tech air traffic control software, um, including a 3D simulator and 360-degree views of, like, from every control tower in the Netherlands, which I think is amazing. Um, I have no desire to do air traffic control ever in my life, but I love the idea of it, and um, I just think that's really cool. And so I would assume that King Willem Alexander, my favorite royal pilot, probably enjoyed it as well. Um, so he also was able to, like, tour the new tower, um, and talk with the, um, it's also a training center, so he was able to talk with the, um, trainers and the trainees about their experience using the new system. Um, and then he also, um, in the late morning, early afternoon, headed over to the airport near the traffic control center, um, and really spent some time learning about the ways the pandemic have affected um, the pand pandemic has affected the day-to-day -day operations of um, commercial air travel, which, again, being an American, I'm not allowed to fly anywhere internationally. I'm allowed to fly domestically, but I'm not. Um, but <laughs> I would imagine being on a plane, going through air the airport is much different than it was six months ago. Um, and so the day-to-day -day changes that that would require have got to be immense. Um, and I think, again, this is something that, like, Willem Alexander has a strong knowledge of and a strong passion for. So I think he really delved in and, like, got into the nitty-gritty of, like, what these operations look like now. Although I assume as a trained pilot, um, he has not, that I know of, flown any um, planes during the six-month time other than maybe, like, his own. Um, but, like, I would assume as a trained pilot, he would know some of this um, just because you would have to. But um, I think he just really spent time, he was talking, um, you know, to the grounds people who are in charge of... I'm sure they have an official job title, but the ones that are in charge of waving the, like, orange sticks so planes can see what's going on, um, baggage claim attendants, like, he was kind of everywhere. Um, and so I just think that was really, really cool and a really good engagement to, like, again, see where... where, like, Willem Alexander shines. Um, I think he is at his best when he is talking to everyday people, um, especially in fields that he is interested in the most. Um, and so I think he really, like, shines doing that. Um, so that was really, really cool to see. And then... That was what was going on today with the Dutch royal family. They do have several engagements also next week, um, so we will see them some more then. But for now, let's go ahead and move on to Norway.
events today are just as predictable as Belgium's, with King Harald and Crown Prince Akun holding the weekly Council of State meeting. Um, this happens pretty much every Friday. Um, and then afterwards, the um, King Harald also held an audience with a representative from the um, Oslo Military School. Um, and so that was the day in Norway. Um, there is a whole event for the Norwegian royal family tomorrow that I'm really excited about. Um, and so we'll talk about that. Um, it'll come out on Tuesday's episode um, because it's happening on Saturday. So Tuesday's episode will cover Saturday, Sunday, and Monday's events. Um, and so we will talk about that then. But um, preview is that um, Crown Prince Akun and Crown Princess Metamerit's uh, son, Prince Fear Magnus, is getting confirmed into the Norwegian church tomorrow. So it'll be like a whole live stream, a whole event um, that I am really excited to talk about um, because it'll feel almost normal. Maybe. Probably not. Um, there will be lots of co- COVID caveats, but um, very excited for that event. Um, But for now, we are going to go ahead and move on to the Spanish royal family. This morning, King Felipe held an audience with the Attorney General for Spain to discuss the annual report of the judicial season. Uh, What? (laughs) So apparently Spain, in all of its oddities, um, has a season for the judiciary um in which like public prosecutors have like a season um so every year Felipe will open the season um I don't know when he is doing that if he's doing that this year um but he'll open the season and then public court cases will resume now this is different than the Spanish Supreme Court I think um I don't know. I haven't learned. <laughs> I haven't learned all of Spain's government breakdowns, but I think they are a little bit different. Um, and so that is what he was doing this morning. And then I have been debating whether I talk about this or not. Um, because here is my challenge with certain things like this. Um, So King Felipe and Queen Letizia this morning, or this afternoon, I guess, rather, went to a funeral of a prominent Spanish banker. Now, this is officially a private event, um, but it was publicly reported on. Um, So it wasn't like paparazzis were getting the shot. Um, It is, you know, the credible journalists and credible photographers that go to every event that the king and queen go to um so like I never know 
how to talk about these events. Um, my general rule of thumb is like I report on what the royal household reports on, like what they talk about. Um, but then I feel weird if I don't talk about something like this because like it's so publicly out there. I don't know. It's still a challenge. Um, but anyway, they did that. They went to the funeral. Um, it, it happened. I, I, I don't know. You guys, sometimes I struggle with what to talk about and what not to. Um, I've always wanted to be very respectful of things like this. But I will say that Casa Real confirmed their attendance yesterday. So like, this is a gray area and I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's not a perfect system. Um, I still definitely have decisions that I need to make blanketly that I haven't yet. And this is one of them is how do you report on like the privately public engagements (laughs) or the, I guess I should reverse that the publicly private engagements like this. Um, you know, I faced the same kind of challenge when I was going to talk about the summer, um, events if the Spanish Royal family had any, but then they did like a whole working summer vacation. Um, so who knows? It it could change the next time they go to a funeral. I, I know that earlier in the year, um, like maybe the beginning of March, late February before COVID hit, um, I talked about another funeral they went to, um, So, I I don't know. I'm being consistent, I guess, but also being very confused. Um, And so, with that very long-winded conversation, we are going to go ahead and move on to the Swedish royal family. Today, it was announced by the Swedish Royal House. Um, So first, there were no actual events today, but there was this huge announcement um, that the Swedish Royal family, much like the Spanish Royals, are also going to be taking a tour of the 21 provinces of Sweden, um, which I think is fantastic. And they're going to do this to learn about the effects of COVID and also to, I don't think theirs is really to promote tourism. Um, but really to like dive deep into the challenges that the people um, in these provinces are facing. And so um, the, <laughs> the thing is, the Swedish royals have three working couples. Um, so they have King Carl Gustav and Queen Sylvia, obviously. Crown Princess Victoria and Prince Daniel, also obviously. Um, and then they also have Prince Carl Philip and Princess Sophia. Now, I don't talk about Carl Philip and Sophia just because I, I I made the choice to just talk about, like, king, queen, heirs, um, because it was easier. And it would be way too long to do all the engagements. Um, I tried with the British royal family for a long time, and it was just so much every day that, like, I couldn't keep up. Um, so, but... 
to preface that with the fact that I hardly ever talk about Carl Philip and Sophia. I do think, much like I covered the Spanish royal tour, even though it was just primarily Felipe and Letizia doing these events, uh, because they are really the only working royals in Spain, um, I do want to cover all 21 visits if I can, um, because I think it's like really important to um, put a spotlight on what countries are facing um and what countries are going through and like what cool things um are happening in these countries so I will cover it almost identically to how I did the Spanish royal tour um and I'm really excited about it I don't know when it's gonna start I know it'll go through 2021 so it'll be pretty spread out um but I'm really excited to talk about it and like watch it happen um from all three couples I think it's really exciting um And so that is what is going on in Sweden today. Um, There were, like I said, no official engagements or anything like that, um, but a very exciting announcement nonetheless. And so that is the end of this podcast. Like I mentioned earlier, um, you can check out thedailyroyal.com to see a weekly rundown of all the royal families. Um, It'll be broken down by specific family. And you can also check out the Instagram, uh, which is the handle The Daily Royal. Um, and you can check out pictures from all of like the past week's engagements, um, broken down by day. Um, and yeah, so with that, I will talk to you all on Tuesday, um, for a rundown of the weekend with the Royals. Um, until then have a great weekend and I will talk to you on Tuesday. Bye.